You are uniquely made and your human design blueprint shows you just how unique you are. Welcome to the Thriving Intuitive Podcast, formerly known as Unlock Your Destiny. I am your host, Raven Scott, and I'm providing women who are feeling hurt and alone in their journey a community to kick ass as we become empowered together while healing from childhood trauma, abusive relationships, or plain old life, and awaken to rewrite our karmic story. I am the author of Empath and the Narcissist, available on Amazon. Get ready to dive into some magic through human design, self-development, astrology, tarot, and meditative thoughts. We're going to talk all about strategy. That is the key, right? To get aligned with your soul and your mission and your business or relationships to flow with the universe. Every decision you make, everything that you do is either within your strategy or you're operating out of your strategy and you are hitting walls repeatedly, right? Welcome. I am your host, Raven Scott. I am the author of Empath and the Narcissist, available on Amazon. Get ready to dive into some magic through human design, self-development, astrology, tarot, and meditative thoughts. Are you feeling a strong pull towards community and spirituality? Well, that is why Jessica Schiller Silverman of the Alive Podcast and myself, Raven Scott, have created a sacred space for hope and healing your heart to lead life with love. We truly want every single soul to know that they are supported and empowered in their soul's journey. You are unique and are here for a particular reason. So we've created this collective. We've just divinely came up with the name within two minutes, um, the Soul Collective on Patreon. And we're really here to align your divine flow. This membership is here for you. And we draw tarot cards and share intuition and wisdom that you need to hear in that moment. We hold a quiet space for your meditations and spiritual connections. And we upload exclusive content and you gain early access to all our amazing guests and podcasts that we both create. From the Raven Scott Girl Talk Show, the Thriving Intuitive Podcast, and from the Alive Podcast. We join together and share what's on our hearts and teach wisdom from from our hearts to yours to nourish it during these trying times. And we host live Q&As on anything spiritual, tarot, human design, or moonbeam related. So I hope that you can join us. Uh, Head on over to Patreon and find us at Soul Collective, the number nine. And we have three tiers for you. It's really simple. We have the maiden, the mother, and the guardian. Head on over, check it out, and join our membership today. It's like, why is this not working? Why is there silence? They said I had a really great uh, idea and now nobody wants to buy it. It's only because you're not operating within your 
soul's strategy. So each of us has a strategy based on our type, and I'm going to go through all of those different types and your strategy and how to align your soul's energy with the flow of the universe. Once you've pulled up your chart on Jovian Archive or Genetic Matrix, you will discover right away on the top section, it will say your type. And your type determines your strategy. And at the top of your chart, it says manifesting generator. You are within the 33 percentile of human beings that are manifesting generators. You are multitaskers. You are the busy, busy, busy. You're also the testers and the responders. And you have so much life force in you. It's crazy. You typically find yourself starting at the back of a book and working your way to the beginning or any process that really there is. You get so excited. You know it already. You know. So you don't need to start at the preface or the prologue. You go all the way to the back chapter because you already know it, right? Yes. Am I talking to you? Are you laughing yet? Absolutely. This is you. And it's beautiful and it's perfect and it's exactly your design. You have this restless energy to get involved with everything and do lots of different things. You have way too many balls up in the air, by the way, just letting you know. You can handle it, but do you really need to handle it? So again, your strategy is to wait to respond and then take action to test it out. And if you finally come to your eureka moment while you're engaging and you're testing it out, you then can fully dive in and manifest your vision and what you see to occur in this project, activity, relationship, anything of the sort. So that all sounds simple, right? But actually, this is the most complex strategy in all of the human designs because you have two types combined within yourself. So you need to really focus in just like the generator and listen to your gut. Listen and practice. Do breathing exercises in the morning to practice. Is this a yes decision or is this a no? And start simple, like do I want pancakes for breakfast? You know, what about something in the agenda? Do I truly want to attend this meeting? Is it a yes or no? And start to really fully um, embrace your gut. It'll say, mm-hmm, if it's a yes, and it'll come out a uh-uh if it's a no. And also, it's really important to find the waiting moment of not right now as a hmm, Maybe, but not right now. And you can still respond to that in a, yes, let me dip my toe in the water. And as a manifesting generator, you get to respond and say, yeah, let's try this out. This sounds really interesting to me. I don't know where it's going to go or take me, but this feels like a, hmm, yeah, okay. And so you, in this complicated process, you get to test it out and you get to say, yeah, sure, I'll, tr I'll do that. I'll try that. And what might be good to set up expectations with the other party, because this is kind of a strange process for most people to see. And our culture absolutely thinks that we should have one career only through our entire life and do one thing and stick to it and we're good and we're loyal people and no one bails, right? Like it's all about commitment and loyalty. You 
need to just set up the expectation that, yeah, let's, let me try this out. If you don't mind, I'd love to interact with this project, whatever it is that you're responding to. I'd love to try it out. I'm not sure if I'm fully 100%, you know, thinking this might be what I want to do, but I'd love to just try it out. Maybe set a time period. Maybe don't set a time period. Just give them the expectation that you're not all in because everyone seems to assume that when we collaborate, we get together, you're responding, that everyone is all in. And you, you get to test the waters. You're not all in until you get your aha moment, your eureka moment, that this is it. You you responding to yes, now that you're in it, you have this brilliant vision. You're like, absolutely, let's go 100% into the deep end with this and continue on. Or you will experience a, mm, yeah, this was a really great experience and I love testing it, but it's not the right path for me. And so then you get to remove your energy and bow out from it. And it's really important, again, to set up those expectations, listen to yourself, and don't feel guilty if it doesn't feel like it's the right path for you. This manifesting generator is your process. So don't feel guilty about your process. Just set up the expectations in the front end for yourself and the other person and all will be right. Another thing about you manifesting generator is you have so much sacral energy and you have the power to manifest. It can be very tricky and you may be responding too quickly to say yes, because you're antsy and fidgety and you need to do something. So just be cautious about your energy and what you're investing in, because when you're uh, applying those decisions of yes, and you're going full steam ahead with your energy, you know, you're unstoppable. You are amazing. And you will catalyze other people to join in on whatever you're doing or working on and be maybe becoming a member of your, you know, community, maybe becoming part of your team and helping you execute whatever your goal is. You catalyze life force, just like manifestors. So be cautious and careful on what you say yes to. So it aligns with your soul and it aligns with your strategy. So in your strategy, your two-step process of waiting to respond and saying yes. And then the second is dipping your toe into the waters and testing it, experiencing it and uh, knowing is this right for me? And then really listening to your intuition, listening to all of the things that are urging you to make a response while you're in the moment to either have a full-blown manifestation and say, yes, let's do this. Or that was a really great experience. And I learned a great lesson and then pivot. And this all happens, by the way, while you're in motion, while you're, you know, swimming in the shallow end, maybe possibly in the deep end when you should just be kind of treading water, but you're constantly emotioning, juggling the balls, and all of this is happening while you're responding. Also be mindful and careful of you thinking that others can keep up with you. If they are not a manifesting generator like yourself, they will not be able to keep up. You have this immense life force within you to just 
get so many things done all at once. And that's your specific gift. So please just be mindful of others. You can continue working and then just allow them to take breaks, come back to it tomorrow, give them small, you know, delegated things to work on. But also know that if you're feeling some silence or pushback, it's just because they don't have that sustained energy that you do. So in conclusion, beautiful manifesting generator, your strategy is responding and testing. Then when you get your aha moment, fully engage and moving forward into manifesting and catalyzing your beautiful life's work and process. And when you do this, you will live life fully through purpose and abundance and clarity, and you will have so much joy and fulfillment in your life. So if your type reads manifester, you are the eight percentile range of human beings who are manifestors and you are action takers. You are doers. You are the just do it slogans of the world and you can go and do it. And you have a lot of activity within you. You drive yourself, are driven to do activity, and you have an immense amount of power as well as you drive others into activity also. So no matter if they have a defined sacral, you have that within you and you motivate and you allow them to amplify and drive them into action. The greatest CEOs of all times would make manifestors. Manifestors would make the greatest CEOs of all times. We'll read it. We'll read it that way. So you have the power and you manifest life wherever you set your intentions. As a child, you were conditioned to play it safe and to stay inside the box and to color within the lines because of fear from your parents of, you know, for your safety. You have immense power. So as a child, you may have felt completely comfortable. These types of people can go out into the woods as children and survive and thrive and put together houses and sticks and shelter. And they they're fine. They're not a problem, but they also can get in the danger of not informing their parents that they are going out to do this adventure. And then they get in trouble over and over again. And you get conditioned to don't go out and be adventurous. Don't utilize your power of initiating and stay inside the box. So as an adult, you may be finding that you're operating within your non-self or your conditioned self. That's not your truest to your type. And as an adult, as a manifester, people still fear your energy of being able to do things and initiate, and maybe they're jealous, or they could just be afraid of you failing, but as a manifester, you're not going to fail. So they, they maybe tend to give, put up energetic blocks, you know, give you the oh, are you sure you should do that? And kind of put doubts inside your head and giving you energetic blocks or even actually sabotaging what you're trying to do in order to save you uh, because of their own conditioned fear within inside themselves. 
So it's important to really tap into your intuition and do and things and make the right action steps for yourself in your deep reflection and ignore all of their fears and their blocks. The way that you can apply your strategy is to inform. So once you inform them of what your vision is and what you wish to accomplish and how it can be done, because you can see all those things, then they remove their blocks. They remove that fear of energy and allow you to step forward and to move into what you are seeking to accomplish. And sometimes they even help you because they're so excited for you and they finally see your vision. But as a manifester, you have everything in your head and it's very difficult and it takes time to inform others, but this is your strategy. Once you inform others, you will build empires. You will be able to get them onto your team. They will help you in this process and create a beautiful community that allows you to thrive in your business and to initiate whatever action you are trying to do. And in relationships with somebody else as a manifester, again, the biggest strategy to remove relationship blocks is to inform because those people are afraid of what you're, you may be doing. They have this sense of your power. And so they don't want to, you know, maybe fall into a trap of failing or losing money or losing, you know, your love, whatever it may be. So all you have to do is inform, have those conversations that may be difficult sometimes, but once you inform, the conversations get easier and easier because they start to see your vision, gain your trust, and really get behind you and support you in whatever action you are hoping to accomplish. It's so exciting to be a manifester. So what are you going to do next? And who are you going to inform? If your chart says reflector at the top, you, my dear unique beauty, are within the one percentile of humans who are reflectors. You certainly have chosen a unique adventure and life within this lifetime. I say that because of your uniqueness, you have all of your centers open and you are the most reflective and absorbent person in the world. You're very sensitive to your environments, possibly as a child in the classroom. If there was a lot of angst or discomfort, you yourself felt very uncomfortable or any type of scenario. You just felt a deep amount of uncomfortable because you're, you're amplifying and you're absorbing, really reflecting back to others, but you are a mirror to others. And so you're feeling and amplifying people's feelings, how they feel about themselves, their emotions, their thoughts about themselves. And it can be extremely overwhelming. You are ex- extremely empathic. And the biggest thing for you in your strategy is to build boundaries. Your official strategy is to wait one whole lunar cycle, which is 28 days. You are the moon. You are just like her and you are la luna. 
And in just as much as the moon is reflecting the sun's light and energy, you are reflecting people's energy back onto them and you are, you know, mimicking them. You are that mirror and you get to experience life in lots of different ways. This can also be difficult as a child and brings uh, you to a, a very vulnerable place if you don't set proper boundaries, because especially if you're taught to act like everyone else around you, you're already doing that as a mirror. So really you feel like you're being conditioned to be just like them rather than your unique, beautiful self. The great thing about absorbing everything and everybody during the day is that you get to reflect, you know, on your time. And this is the key for you as a reflector is have your own room, have your own space in your house that allows you to have quiet time to shed the energy that you've just absorbed as well as reflect because in sifting through all of that energy you just absorbed and you amplify during the day and all of your interactions, you will find little gemstones of wisdom and beauty within all of that. And you get to save that into your little, you know, wisdom box and have that and and be that wise person as you continue to collect them throughout your life. Let's see, we're back in um, the ancient ancestral time in the tribe and village, the reflector would be the shaman, let's say, or the, the highly revered person who kept the tribe safe because they sensed the energies of what's going on in the tribe. Are people feeling really hungry or sad or depressed in a certain area? That person is going to amplify that and show it and be the mirror. And the tribe would look to that person and say, okay, this this is not working for our tribe. We need to move. Or let's say something about food or survival, something about spirit, all these things you are the magic person in the tribe. You are the most revered. So that just kind of gives you an analogy or an example of how you operate and interact with people. And then in your own strategy, you get to take all those nuggets of wisdom and be that wise and beautiful person that you're here to experience life to be. So going back to your boundaries, because you are a highly sensitive person and you're reflecting everything that and all the energies that everyone's surrounding you to be, it can be very overwhelming. And most of the times you're probably misunderstood because you're not coming to people with a consistency from a defined center. You're being misunderstood and it's really difficult and overwhelming. So you need to establish boundaries and within your strategy of your lunar cycle. So spending time to make a decision in really reflecting, right? Self-reflection and meditation as far as strategy goes in this practical world, rather than saying, wait 28 days is really your strategy. Meditate, self-reflect. And when a big decision comes, continue to do that daily for at least 28 days. And maybe it takes you longer to make that decision and align your choices and your strategy with all of your nuggets of wisdom that you've gained in experiencing the world. So since you need that quiet time and reflection and 
essentially you are the most introverted person and it's a beautiful thing to have that self um, reflection with only you alone time. You need your own space in your house. Maybe if you're a teenager or roommate, you need your own room. And most importantly, you need to not live in an apartment complex where you're stacked on boxes on top of people because through the walls, you are amplifying their energy. So it's important to be in a space. Maybe you find yourself ideally in a beautiful nature spot where you live, on a farm, not so stacked on top of people in the city. This is your lifetime to appreciate patience and to really take time to reflect and observe. You are the ultimate observer and the ultimate reflector and mirror. So this lifetime is all about patience and gaining your storehouse of wisdom and nuggets. Embrace the fact that you have been contracted here as your soul to trust whatever is offered. With your great nuggets of wisdom, you can align your life's purpose from your incarnation cross and your north node, as well as all of your efforts and your strategies to be a mentor, to be a counselor, to be a wise person in your sphere of influence. Cherish yourself. Cherish your moments and your times of reflection. Cherish the wisdom that you receive from your intuition and the spirit guides and allow yourself to be patient and wait and to trust in life's experiences. If your chart says projector at the top, you are within the 20 percentile of humans who are projectors. This means your sacral is undefined. It is white. So your life force energy is not a giant life force that is uh, created within you for big, long stretches of work and projects. You get to amplify others, and most of you projectors are surrounded by the majority of us who are generators and manifesting generators. So you gain your energy and your doing power from ours as you amplify it in your open sacral center. When you're not aware of this, this can make it very difficult to do any projects that sustain long periods of time because you think that you should be doing it just like everyone else, but you don't have that sacral defined. So it's important to do your work in focused short spurts and then rest and take breaks in between. Now, having an undefined sacral center does not mean that you cannot achieve greatness, just as Presidents Barack Obama and JFK both showed us that you can achieve greatness while being a wise projector. You're just designed to go about it in a different strategy. Your strategy is to wait for the invitation. Recognition is huge and timing is key for the projector. Waiting for that invitation to provide 
new opportunities to you to access into your wisdom is optimal. And you observe everything. You you see the things and the details so that that the busybodies generators and manifestor generators we don't see. And you see this in such a keen way. And your wisdom is so deep that you are valued as a great counselor, as a wisdom, as a mentor, a coach. You excel at sharing your wisdom and information of how to do things more efficiently, how to achieve greatness, how to do this, how things should be structured. The the timing and the difficulty in your strategy is waiting for that invitation. When you don't wait and you just blurt out your advice, your wisdom, your whatever you have to say, and it's not invited or you haven't asked permission you you will not be received. You will get kickback. You will get into arguments or you'll be ignored and you will find yourself feeling resentful and feeling angry that no one listens to you. Now, also, when you're being invited, you have the choice to feel if it resonates with you based on your certain authority, which we'll cover in the next section. So you actually can decline invitations if they are not feeling right for you based on your authority. And you can also step into the invitations to access those when it resonates with you and when it feels right. You run the risk when you're not using this authority and clarity and responding appropriately to these invitations or not even waiting for an invitation to have that emotional sense of feeling rejected, feeling like you can't fit in and that you are just not valued. And that is not at all what you are. You are beautiful and wise and an amazing contribution to society. Do not let your longing to fit in push through to have you start initiating things. It's a waste of your energy and it will go nowhere. But Don't forget that you have an aura as the projector. We all have auras, but your aura is a probing aura. So you just being your beautiful, confident, wise self is going to draw people in like a fly to the light or a magnet to another magnet. You're going to draw them in and they're going to come to you. So then you can now uh, make that decision with an invitation and say yes, or you can say no. And by waiting for the invitations, you naturally align yourself with right people, right experiences, right places, and write invitations, and your life and your purpose will be exponentially fulfilled. You'll be able to uh, share your unique wisdom and guidance with those who are accepting you in their lives and have extended that invitation, and you can achieve great things once you've found your strategy and you align your strategy. This also taps into the different skill sets that you have and achieve, and it feels really freeing for you, Projector, to drop the expectation or baggage that you have to do as much as most everyone else in the world. 
Some people might think that you're lazy because you just don't have the energy and you need to rest or wait in between projects, but you don't have that sustained energy center. So give yourself grace and time and find positions and opportunities and wait for those invitations to be a counselor, to be a mentor, to be a coach or a wise guide for a business or company, a consultant, you know, if you will. So all of those things are going to align you with your strategy. You are going to do amazing in your life once you wait for that invitation. If your type on the top of your chart says generator, you make up 37% of the population and you have a solid defined life force within you constantly driving you to be creating and doing and just perpetually working on projects. I say that only that way because I myself am a generator and I catch myself just doing too many projects, yet you need to exercise that energy so you can sleep well at night. So whether that be actual physical exercise on top of your work and uh, really diving deep into the creative process of your work. Your strategy here is to wait to respond. Now that might seem a little bit difficult and vague. So I'm going to kind of expand upon that. So it's actually the simplest of strategies. So really you get to wait to respond, to say yes, to doing something. And it may be really frustrating because you have an idea in your head and you have a lot of life force and you're creating and you want this creation to actually be seen by the world. However, If you're not waiting to respond and say, yes, I will share this, or yes, I will offer this, or yes, I can provide you with that, I can help you, then you will hear crickets. You will get no customers, no response, because you are not to manifest like the manifestors can just do and create and influence others. You wait to respond. You are an excellent helper and doer for manifester. Let's say you don't have your own business. Your your drive is really having the passion of working the back end. If you have your own business and you want to shine, let's say you're a Leo or you're an Aries and you're an initiator, then you absolutely can be your own entrepreneur as a generator. You just need to find moments to respond. So the biggest thing that I found a breakthrough in my business is instead of continually announcing things I was doing, I went in and I started conversations. I actually responded to conversations. Conversations. I asked questions in my group. In other groups, I responded, I listened, I answered, and people started contacting me, and I was able to respond in reading their human design charts because they saw what my expertise was, but then you get to wait to respond and offer that. And the the opportunities will flow a lot more than just one-off here and there. The more you are in relationship with people, the more you are interacting, giving them value, providing loving feedback, any type of response you can, just continually to you know, pour love into other people and they will uh, be drawn to you and see and give you the opportunity to help them in whatever arena that you, your work is in. So another note on how to identify when to say yes, because as a people pleaser, a recovering people pleaser, I myself 
I used to say yes all the time and I burned myself out. So it's important to listen to your gut. So your gut will drop and sink if it's a no. Your gut will not feel anything or excitement if it's a no. And your gut will just be excited and lit up with happy butterflies or like a zing of a yes, absolutely, this feels good. And it kind of zings up and it's alive and aligned. So you really want to focus in and start listening and testing yourself out and asking the yes or no questions in order for you to be able to apply your strategy correctly and not say yes to everything. Only say yes to what is aligned with you. So your actual gut will make a response noise that you want to start practicing because we were taught as children that that's not polite and to use your words, please, right? I don't know if you have children and you remember saying that to them. And I caught myself saying that too until I discovered human design and I stopped that altogether. Although I'm the only one with the gut gut response directly as my authority, which we'll cover in the next section, your authority. So you will have your gut will say yes and uh uh-huh. It'll actually come up like, uh uh-huh. You'll start to be saying "Mm," noises more and uh uh-huh and uh uh-uh. Don't suppress those noises because those connect to your sacral. And some generators have a different authority than the sacral, but your strategy, you want to listen to that sacral and tap in to your gut responses. And one last note about saying yes to everything. People will see that you are a doer, you are a generator, you are a go-getter, you are the energizer bunny, and they will take advantage of that and, you know, take you up on your offer for doing something for them where, you know, you should be doing it as a team or they should be doing it. And they'll, they'll be like, oh, can you do this for me? And instead of automatically saying yes, as a kind person would, stop and pause and assess. Does this feel right? Just like I had said. So make sure you're not being taken advantage of just because you have the energy doesn't mean you need to expand it in that area. Maybe you need to invest with your family and go, you know, for an adventure and use your energy in nature or the outdoors, spending time with your family, your partner, self-care and working out, getting out in nature and taking the time you need to fill your cup. And one last note about your strategy and listening to your gut is it takes a lot of intention and brain power to shift from the brain and thinking, should I do this and should I do that and the pros and cons list and shifting your decision making in the yes and no into your gut. So all you need to do is just take 15 minutes out of your day in the morning, listen to your breath in and out. Listen to what your your gut is saying and speaking and ask it a few tests or questions in the morning about something simple about breakfast, possibly. Maybe there's something weighing on your mind about the day. And focus and pause and do a quick meditation that is pure breathing and listening to your intuition and practicing your yes or no questions. And you will get a stronger sense of your strategy and stronger sense of what you want to say yes or no to. And you will start to see your energy shift in the world and in your interactions, in your relationships and building boundaries and living in the flow according to your strategy. Thank you so much for watching. If you love this, please like and subscribe and leave your comments and questions below. 
I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Know that I am here for you. And I know you are stronger than you believe. If this resonated with you today, I would appreciate if you would uh, rate and review this podcast so others can hear and find me. And like I said, if you want to take a screenshot, share it in your stories, I would appreciate you so much for doing that. Um, As always, I'm so grateful for you listening all the way to the end. Remember always to keep your unique light shining. If you want to catch this full episode in written form or view all our offerings, you can go to the thrivingintuitivepodcast.com. Brand new site. It's up and running. It's beautiful. Thanks again so much. Have a beautiful day.